0: all right welcome to
1: (laughs) Uh check that tree there we go probably some fruit there we go
0: we're just gonna let this go for a while (laughs) all right anyway oh (laughs) oh there you are oh (laughs) Oh well, welcome. Oh, we're doing 35. a podcast. Yeah, we're, yeah, you know that thing that we do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing one of those today. Isn't that great? Uh, <laughs> that was actually great. That's pretty good. That was good. I, I approve. Uh, welcome to Thirty Five. of the Breakdown Walls podcast. Thirty Five. We're still alive. That's that's all I got. Um, we've interrupted. This old design. <laughs> well, no, it's not. Not quite. Unless you age one year per week. Uh, <laughs> well, that'd be weird. <laughs> You're not Jack.
2: Yeah. 90s right. movie. Um, uh, that was a good movie. I love
0: that movie. I saw that in the theater. I might have as well. Oh my goodness! No, I don't remember. Anyway, because those were the was days on. when Robin Williams
1: was like everything that he was in was just like instant box office hit. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: Anyway. Episode thirty-five of our podcast. This is going to be a much more standard episode. Uh, no guest this week, but that's kind of okay because last week was good lore. I mean. Yeah. I made a th- mistake.
1: That was like, one of our longest episodes, even just with the. Yeah.
0: With yeah, the, and but that but make a mistake. I loved it. It was great. But uh, yeah, it, it turned into its own thing. Yep. Um. Sure did. Yeah, man. So yeah, uh, let's see. So, gaming news, uh, accessibility news. I have things for both. Uh, Sherlock, you may also have things for both. I don't know. Um, well, we definitely have. We definitely have a dual thing to talk about. One of the things that I have yes. is pretty much both of us, which is related to the opening of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we'll get to that.
0: We'll get to that in accessibility news because that's that's where I think that centers uh, for us anyway. Um, so let's get to oh by the way we do have this week a voice message we have Blaze again e. it's always Blaze. i mean that's not it's not a complaint but at the same time it's like you know cello send
1: us more send us yeah more cello
0: hello yeah you could send us more than one we, we'd appreciate that we'll, we'll accept uh, a voice message that says hey here's a voice message and i would still put them in the show and be like ha ha <laughs> you you sent me you sent me things in animal
1: crossing you can send us voice messages
0: yeah you see you see how that works? All right, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's get to it. Let's start with some gaming news right now. And we're back, and it's time for some gaming news. Gaming news. Gaming news. Uh. The first item that I have is, is going to be essentially a two-in-one, because uh, one topic uh, that I want to bring up is directly, in my opinion, I guess it might not be technically related, but I think it is. I think I think they're related, so I'm going to bring them up together anyway. So, big gaming news this week. One of the biggest games of the generation has been yeah. delayed due to COVID-19. <clears throat> um and it's a game that has suffered delays in the past. And, um, multiple delays. Multiple sure. delays in the past. But those were, you know, production-related. Those were we-want-to-get-the-game-right delays. This time, and yes, we are talking about The Last of Us Part Two, has been delayed because of COVID-19, essentially. Uh, so, so basically, the, the whole thing is they published a detailed post about it, and they said, you know, we didn't want to do this and I believe them. I really do believe that they didn't want to do it because they did this, keep in mind, they did this about 50 days away from release. Yep. So, I I believe they didn't want to do it. I believe this was a last resort delay. Um and they said we are basically done. They said we are fixing <clears throat> the final bugs. Yep. And you know this, you know we're done. Like, the game is, is, is done. Except for the final final little bug fixes that they found. A little bit of polish. Yay. Um, and they said the problem essentially was uh, getting things, getting discs printed and shipped. And keep in mind, there's also several special editions of the game. There's that Ellie edition that has a freaking statue in it. Uh, which you don't see all that often
1: anymore. I remember when those were yeah, all the rage back like 10 years ago. But... Uh... You, no, don't the see statues. you don't see too many statues nowadays.
0: Yeah, that's true. There's there's not a lot of physical, really, really uh dope physical editions out there nowadays. <laughs> I bought yeah. I remember buying the one
1: statue. It wasn't even really a statue, it was more of like a action figure-y type thing. It was kind of tiny. But uh <clears throat> I got the special edition of Street Fighter Four, the original Street Fighter Four and the oh, wow. Xbox 360 uh with the uh Crimson Viper little figure in the set. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, it was kind of neat.
0: That is neat. I uh I got Misty the uh the Watchdogs. The first Watchdogs had a special edition with a uh I think his name was Pierce. Hmm. Um a statue of the, the, the no, Aiden Pierce, Aiden Pierce is his name. Uh Aiden Pierce statue in it. And it was it wasn't an action figure. It was like a like like a proper a statue, statue,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
0: it was, a, it was a beefy thing, but it was, it was, it was cool. She liked it, very cool. Um, but yeah, so, so there's that to consider. Basically, the problem is printing and shipping all these things,
1: getting all these things well, created. I mean, yeah, a lot of stuff's made in China, so
0: yeah, yeah. Getting all this stuff created and shipped out to the people that <laughs> ordered them—that's the real issue here, and, um they Naughty Dog is basically trying to say, you know, basically saying not, not trying to say they are saying that they want when the game does come out, they want it to come out for everyone at the same time. Right. And it's because fair. of COVID, I think that's, I think that's fair. And I'll go into why I think that's fair in a second, which is, this is why it's a two and one is why I think it's fair. Um. But I'll go into that in a second. So, uh, this is why the, uh, so since, since we don't know much, you know, we don't know when this whole COVID-19 thing is going to start to blow over. Um, I mean, it's, well, let, let's, let's, uh, predictions I are guess, all over
1: the place on that. Yeah,
0: it's, it's all <clears> over <throat> the place. But I will say that China is actually doing very well now. Um, I have heard, I heard yesterday that China had no new cases yesterday. <clears throat> Zero. Wow. So that's a positive. Um, we're getting there. Uh, but we're, we still got a long way to go. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: we're still banking on probably June at least. Yeah. So,
0: so, essentially what, what they did was they, they, they delayed it indefinitely. Now, indefinitely does not need to mean a super long time. I think, I think a lot of people are getting a misconception that because they delayed it indefinitely, it'll be delayed, oh my god,
1: it's delayed forever and we'll all never in, see it. All indefinitely means is it's like, well, we don't know when yet. Yeah, it means we don't know. It could know. be a couple of weeks, it could be a couple of months, we don't know. As soon as this whole
0: thing, you know, starts to blow over here in the US and well really around the world, I think that they'll get they'll put a they'll put a rush on it. Like they'll they'll hit the yeah. button, whatever wherever that button is and be like, Okay, things things are turning around. Let's get this game out because they're as as they said they're done with it. This is not a delay for the game. Right, the game's
1: basically finished.
0: Yeah, this is a delay because of the circumstances that surrounding shipping and things, and they wanted to go out worldwide at the same time, digitally and physically. And here's my two in one. I think this is connected to Square and their treatment of the Final Fantasy VII remake because I actually don't like the way Square treated the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I don't think they do either. I, I don't know. I mean, I I cannot confirm. I, I need to be clear on this. I cannot confirm they're actually connected. But it seems to me super coincidental if they're not. Um, so <laughs> What are they do? So, I hadn't heard like what they're actually doing. Okay, so Square decided... I, mean, I know the game's um, coming out. but Yeah, it's about to come out. But Square decided uh, because of the COVID-19 situation, because... They can't guarantee release date shipments for everyone. They decided what they would do is, they decided they would ship the game super early in some countries. Oh, I heard about and Australia, that. Yeah,
1: I did. Hear Europe about and that. Australia
0: got shipped the game last week, just in case that's things were slow. That's how people were playing it early. Okay, yep. that makes sense. That's how people were playing it early, um, and that's why people, many people already have it. Like not even that reviewers, just many people just have it now. So, um, <laughs> Square themselves broke Street Date. Yeah, when Square does that themselves broke happen? Street Date, and and get this, get this. In the blog they they posted when they when they announced they were shipping it early to some countries, they very politely say, "So if you could like not spoil it or like Hello? talk about it at all, I mean that'd be real cool." Do They not
1: know how the internet works, <laughs> <laughs> like. Really, guys? Like, oh, square. Uh, oh, square. Why not just
0: release it? I don't know.
1: If you're gonna do it in one place, do it everywhere. I don't.
0: Yeah, and but that's why that's. I think I really believe that that might have influenced Naughty Dog's decision because the thing is, something like that, something like breaking your own street date, actually lowers the hype around the launch of the game. Yeah, it's gonna hurt.
2: That's because when you ice. have an
0: expectation when you have an expectation that the game is going to launch on a certain date and you believe, you know, for a long time, you've you've thought it's gonna launch for everyone on this date, and we're all gonna enjoy the you know, we're all gonna join in the discussion on this date when it launches, yep. and suddenly two countries well not even two countries, two continents have it before and everyone every, else and does. everybody else is like, oh now we have to wait long,
1: what the hell? Like
0: Yeah. And, I, and you know, we're still waiting. And the thing is, uh, I actually, uh, stirlock, I was talking to you about this before. Amazon uh, sent me an email because I have it pre-ordered on Amazon because I got the physical edition. I wanted the, I wanted the goodies. Dang it. So yep. I got the physical edition. Uh, <laughs> so they sent me an email and they adjusted my shipment date to unknown uh, because they, they weren't sure when it was going to ship. But then they sent me another email and put me back on the list to receive it on release day. But I don't think I told you this yesterday, Locke. They have since sent me a third email <laughs> and taking me back off of it. My shipping date is now unknown uh, again. So, yeah, I think you did mention that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I did? Okay. I think okay. you did. did yeah. That. Okay. Yeah, so I'm unknown again. So I don't know if I'm going to get a release date, but there's people out there who have had it for a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, why? I don't like this. I don't like this move, Square. No, I don't like that's... it.
1: I mean it's cool some people got to experience it early, but if you're gonna do it in one or two places, just do it everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Like and the thing it's not thing it's is- not like the old days where I had to well I didn't have to, but I, I in my mind I had to because I wasn't waiting six months. Uh, I pre ordered the and imported the uh, Japanese versions of Pokemon uh Heart Gold and uh Pokemon Black. Yeah. Because this was back in kind of the end of the days of like oh, this is this game is coming out in Japan six months to a year before
2: yeah, right, everywhere right.
1: else. And I was like, Yeah, screw that, I'm not waiting six months. I can play the <laughs> game just fine. I don't I'll know right to text now. anyway. So <laughs> Right. I'll pay the there extra like 20, 25 bucks to import it. And um, yeah,
0: it's all good. Yeah, there you go. And now pretty much a lot of things are just worldwide. And now everything's days. just worldwide release anyway, which is good. Yep. Yeah, that's good. It's good. But uh, to expand upon my belief that the Naughty Dog and Square decisions are connected, uh, is that Naughty Dog made another decision that I think is another reflection of them not wanting to do what Square did. Mm. And I know that, again, I have no actual proof that these, are, these things are connected, but I, I, I just think they are. So here we go. Um, a lot of questions flew around after Naughty Dog announced this. Um, they said, Naughty Dog, why don't you then release a demo of The Last of Us Part Two? because there was going to be a yeah. demo at PAX East? Yep. Okay. Uh, there's going to be a playable demo that every everyone who's going to PAX East could play. Then PAX East got cancelled, and now there's no demo. So they're like, why don't you release that? And they gave a very candid answer to that, too. And, and actually, Neil Druckmann himself gave an answer to that question on the PlayStation blog. Uh, actually, the PlayStation blog cast, he gave an answer to this question. And he said, he said, uh, basically, the reason we don't want to release a demo, and we still don't want to release a demo, he said, he said, because the reason is Demos that are released to the public have to be built from the ground up, because when oh yeah, you are, because you can control right stuff when you're playing yeah when you're sense. playing a demo at PAX, it's probably not actually a demo demo. No, you're probably actually playing a build of it's, the game. It's just set in debug mode where they can just take you to a certain right. Point they in they, the they game. can lock it down to a specific part of the game. Yeah. That probably is a full build of the game. Yeah. But demos released to the public have to be built from the ground up because they can't. Uh, they can't. Uh, they have to factor in the fact that it's going to be released into an uncontrolled environment.
1: Yeah. So they have and to now very carefully
0: build those. Data things. mining is super super easy to and do. Yeah. yeah and by... data mining and 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 now we reconnected back to Square. Yep. Look, look what happened to the Final Fantasy VII remake months demo. beforehand. Just months before, people data mined the crap out of it. The demo got leaked. And then
1: and the whole game script, script was discovered. I, can't, I still can't believe that happened. <laughs> and still, it's just like, what?
0: So look, these things might not be connected, but it seems to me like they are connected. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are. Naughty Dog is trying to protect what they created. And they're doing that in every way that they can. From, yep. from guaranteeing a worldwide release to uh, not releasing a demo. Everything they can. Uh, just, just uh, to add on to this, for those who are curious, other people said, "Why don't release? You know, why don't you just release it digitally on May twenty ninth?" Holy crap! I don't know if you can hear that wind out there, but man, I can a little bit, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, so people said, "Why don't you release it digitally on May twenty ninth so people can just get it digitally?" And people, you know, expanded upon that by saying, "Okay, well then, why don't you take the people that ordered it physically and just send them a code?" Okay. The people that ask that second question are those who don't buy physical games. <laughs> yeah. The people, that, the people that buy physical games are buying it because they want the physical game. If you send people that bought physical games a code, there would be anger. Yeah. I mean, I understand that some people might just be happy to have the game. Some people might react that way, but most physical owners would be mad yeah. that they didn't get a physical copy. Um, but that said... If they did just release it digitally, uh, that still rules out, you know, that still uh, um, alienates the physical owners that want it. So, yeah, that want it physically. So, it's still not the right thing to do. Uh, to that end, uh, for those who may have pre ordered, you should have received an email, but just in case, you know, you haven't looked at your email or something like that, you need to know. I want to announce it here on the podcast that for the moment, because things are currently indefinite, which again, it's not been a long time, just we don't know right now, for the moment, uh, pre-order uh, digital pre-orders for The Last of Us Part Two have been refunded, and The Last of Us Two has actually been delisted from the PlayStation wow, Store. For, for now. Wow, for now. Yes. For well, now. yeah, because they just they just don't know when it's coming yet,
1: so they just don't want to.
0: Yeah, there's no point in having it up there when they can't give you a, like a if you most people most time when you when you have a pre-order available, it's when you have a release date available. Yeah. So, you know. Since there isn't one, they just took not, they took it down. They're not doing what Amazon
1: likes to do and just oh we'll just set up twelve thirty one. Exactly.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not yeah, they're not doing that. So that's the story with that. And I I, uh, I think I think they're doing the right thing here. As as I mean, everyone wants this it game to It sucks. Come out. I can't wait for this game too. I man, last of us
2: it's one it's of the the
0: franchise. One of the best stories Games that, in a video game ever. Game of the Decade quality stuff in The Last of Us, I mean, everyone wants this game to come out. Yep. Um. So, in that way, it sucks, but I think ultimately it's the right call. Yeah. I mean, nobody's going to remember
1: You know, a year from now when the game's already out. like No one's going to care. It's fine. No
0: one's going to care because they're going to have a great game in their hands. I have no doubt like, about
1: that. The same thing... I mean, not the same thing, but... Uh, obviously, but... A, a game that got delayed like eight i want to say it was like eight or nine months was um smash brothers brawl on the wii i believe i I believe that game got delayed like eight or nine months and people were going crazy and nobody really talks about that anymore it's fine games games been out for 10 years and there's been like three other three more (laughs) smash games that have come out since then and it's fine
0: yeah yeah, I think once people have the game in their hands, everything will just everything will be okay. I
1: think people are just antsy because they want more stuff to play while they just yeah. are doing nothing.
0: It's it, it the thing is, times are hard right now, and news like this sucks. Like yeah. even if you understand it, it still sucks to have to hear it because there's been so much of it. There's so much of this has been happening. Things have been closing down, things have been being delayed, things have been cancelled. It's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Just the world there. is like, had the
1: hold button pressed on it. And it's just like, we're just now in this like indefinite holding pattern. And it's just like, oh, when,
0: you know, the, the yeah, pause the, the button reason, has
1: been pressed. And, yeah.
0: The reason people are scared is because they don't want the word indefinite to be a long time. Yeah. And I I think it will be as short it is, as it is able to be. I um, mean yeah they everybody short else that is the devs and and Sony
1: want this game to come out just as much as everybody oh, else does. yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's going to make them yeah. bank yeah <laughs> it's going to print money it's
0: going to it's going to print money it's already there you know i think i think actually i don't know that for sure i don't know if it broke pre-order records yet but um, i would be surprised i would not be surprised either cuz then cuz then again i will i will admit the pre-order record is pretty high nowadays because remember God of War 2018 shattered all yep. previous PlayStation pre-order records. So that's pretty high now. So there's a chance it didn't, but you know, it's, it's definitely, no matter what, it's going to be one of the biggest games of the generation. I have no doubt about that. It's always a
1: cool thing when uh you see records being uh broken because uh and the, right, the, records, the records are getting bigger and bigger. So it's kind of neat to see. Yeah. Like Pokemon Sword was just like, oh, like this is now the highest selling Pokemon game ever
0: and the fastest (laughs) selling. Whoa, holy crap! I see, and that those are high numbers. And even that game, too, was surrounded by controversy before it came out. So, you know, everything can be okay to the point where our buddy
1: Ross was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not touching it. I'm just
0: not. (laughs) Well, I just can't deal. And he's a bigger,
1: he's like as big of a Pokemon fan as me. So that, says, that tells you something. He just said nope. He's like nope. <laughs> I'm playing Temtem instead. Well. Like, okay. Uh, I
0: Wish I could play that game. It
1: doesn't make me. Uh, so do I. You can play it. Uh, It'll probably run on your machine.
0: Oh, it's, wait. I thought I thought the whole thing was it wasn't accessible. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Temtem <laughs> is doable. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Really. Yep. Huh. I should maybe try it then. I thought that was the whole like argument. Like people were trying to petition. Well, oh, they to make want. More they, I mean, they something.
1: want. They want. Um.
0: They want it to be so you like you don't
1: have to do things like OCR and. Okay, but with OCR it stuff actually... like that. But yeah, it OCR is perfectly fine. And. Dude. Okay. So.
0: Okay. Maybe I'll give it a shot then it's sometime. Like
1: thirty-five bucks. So. Yeah. Not not too bad. Key. A key. Okay, but that's not
0: accessibility. <laughs> news. Okay. So, second a second uh, gaming related story. This just happened today, and I want to talk about it. Because like an hour ago, if you even. Know an it. hour ago, yeah. All y'all know, I am one of the big proponents of Google Stadia. One of the few and the proud. But I'm here, <laughs> dang it. I have been covering Stadia since launch, and I have positive things to say about Stadia. Well, guess what? If there are any of you out there, any of you listeners out there, who have been intrigued by that coverage, who have listened to that coverage and said, that sounds pretty neat. I might want to try that someday. Well, guess what? No, you can. No, you can. That's right. Stadia is open to everyone. And they're offering Stadia Pro for free for two months to everyone who wants it. Yep. So, want to try Stadia? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's super easy to sign up. Um, if you don't have one, I will say there is one caveat. One, It's, it's a super tiny caveat. You never have to use it for anything else, but if you don't have one, apparently you need to create a Gmail address. To, to try. Stadia. I mean, yeah. I mean, you,
1: I would. If I I would you don't
0: already, I think most people. I like if you have a YouTube account, you have a Google account. So. That's true. That's true. That's true. So yeah, you sh- you should be good. But you know, just just pointing that out there. Yep. Why not? Uh, so yeah, it's free for two months. Uh, you do have to if you if you don't like it, you do want to cancel before the end of that two months because they will charge you for the next month if you don't cancel it. Yep. Just. uh being perfectly fair, but uh, I've enjoyed my time with Stadia. Me and Sherlock actually just played Stadia again. We played like yes, an yes. hour combined of uh, MK matches on, on random. Yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah,
0: it was. We did just pure randoms. I was never Lu Kang once. Nope. Not,
1: even, I not like, even the. Oh. Yeah, not, e- not even the
0: uh, random number. Yeah, of I never got. I never even got random there. selected, Liu Kang. Yeah. I never got random solutions. I got Devorah
1: like three friggin' times though. I was like Yeah, really?
0: you know, I got her uh twice? No. Ah. Yeah, twice. Um I got Scorpion a couple times and I'm busy with him though, so I kind of I I, I, the I was down better was with Scorpion. I was better with Jade than I thought I was gonna be. You're pretty good with Jade, yeah. You're pretty good. The thing about Jade is she has the range but she's also very quick. Yeah. So everything that I was trying to do you kept stuffing she's it really she's well.
1: Kind of fun, actually.
0: Yeah, I, can I like, see why Misty that's why, likes playing as her. Yeah, that's that's why I uh, <laughs> that's why I said when uh, when Phage wrote the Jade guide, I was like, "Ooh, now I get to learn Jade." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. But yeah, so I mean, it's it's still fun, man. It's still fun. We had a little bit of trouble that was weird at the beginning. I but, figured uh, out
1: what I figured out what was happening. I forgot that I was trying to look at the bottom of the page instead of the top of the page. Oh. I forgot that like the notifications and stuff show up at the top of the page. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was it was me. It wasn't any technical, like thing on on Stadia's end. and it was just me being dumb.
0: So does does the uh, you were playing with the PlayStation controller or yeah, PlayStation controller, yeah, or Xbox controller,
1: PlayStation. But does
0: so the the PS button does work as a stadium button there, doesn't it? Um, or is does that not is it, that not it quite accurate? Didn't, but I think that's because it was trying to conflict with Steam.
1: Oh yeah, that happens too. Had Steam open, that's it. so yep, yep. Steam was trying to do it. so Well,
0: I guess that's that's one of the advantages of getting a Stadia controller. I mean, not not yeah. trying to you know not trying to make anyone spend money, but I I do like my Stadia controller, which came with my Founder's Edition, so that's why I use it, and uh, you know, it works as advertised. It it's a nice controller. I think you'd like it. I I went into a very detailed description of it in the uh, Stadia coverage, so yep, if um... you want to hear what that, if you want to hear that, go back to that episode. If you want to, uh, you can go back over all my Stadia coverage, it's pretty much all in the podcast. So if you like Stadia, it's a thing you can do now. Um, I like and it, and that's yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Um, also, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is heavily discounted on all platforms. So if you do try Stadia out and you want to try Mortal Kombat, even maybe with one of us, hey, you can do that.
1: MK11 it's heavily, heavily
0: discounted right now.
1: MK11 is so good, like it is. It is. Ugh.
0: I can't believe they're still adding things to it. I'm not just talking about characters, but like every patch, like every patch has new brutalities. That's awesome for certain characters. Did you see the Johnny Cage one? No. What? I'm gonna talk about Mortal Kombat real quick. <laughs> if you didn't see it, it's brilliant. You know, of course, everyone knows. Johnny Cage's classic fatality is the triple head uppercut, oh, yes,
2: and yes, and yes,
0: yes, and yes, they have the fatality version of that where it does the whole you know cut yeah. like camera cut thing. Yep. But they also now, in brutality form, have the actual classic. Uh, apparently, I don't know the exact requirements on the brutality, but his you know how uh, every character can do an uppercut, they head off brutality if you if you don't block in the second round. Yep. Apparently, if you do that with Johnny Cage. You'll get the three. Nah.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, but I don't know
0: the. I think there's. I think there's additional requirements though. Like it's. Sure it's not it easy to do for some reason. But uh, oh, I saw. <laughs> Speaking of brutalities, I saw the Joker one. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, by the so way, so good. The, the gun one. Yeah. 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 So I found out the mystery behind that. Oh, what was um, it? That that brutality actually is locked, but it's not locked in like a super like difficult way. It is locked behind his character tower. Um, oh, the first level of Joker's character tower unlocks that brutality if you complete it.
1: Oh, is that all? Okay, that's not.
0: Yep. Okay. So that's not bad. I can okay. do that eventually. That's that brutality. though. was just like, oh my god! Stop, I know he stop, just doesn't doesn't he's quit. already dead. <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. <laughs>
2: yeah, man, that's the Joker oh, so, for you.
1: So good, and it's so Joker too. Like it's, it it's is. totally it's very a thing much Joker is. would do.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's that's all I have for gaming news. Uh, anything else on the gaming news side, Sherlock, that you can think of? Um,
1: no, I think my thing is probably... Uh, all about the accessibility news? Yeah. All
0: right. All right, then. Let's get to that right now. It's time for accessibility news. Oh, and the first item—I think we should just get this out of the way. It's like the giant elephant in the two-week-long room. Um,
2: the first item—we're <laughs> item, probably
0: going to be talking about this for a while. So, the first item is a big one. Yep, ladies and gentlemen, it's a big one. So, Where is it ever? It, it has been discovered not by us, but by a super cool bro of ours. That the one, the only, and we, here's the funny thing about this. We talked about this game in gaming news because it was released. Remember the whole, we did the whole Doom thing? Yep. Doom slash Animal Crossing. And I I think even in that episode, I was like, ah, I wish I could play that. I wish I could play. Well, (laughs) guess what, guys? (laughs) Animal Crossing New Horizons is playable by the blind. Yes, it is. I I still can't
1: wrap my head around the fact
0: that. That we're doing it? I'm playing
1: Animal Crossing. I spent like
0: three hours playing Animal Crossing this morning. (laughs) I... So, I'm actually hesitant. Uh, I probably should have asked my chat about this. um, Because I could have gotten their permission. So, I have not played Animal Crossing off stream at all. You Um, will... And I've wanted to. i am going to.
1: I'm going to say... I'm not going to speak for chat, but... Um, there are definitely incentives to playing every day like you'll get more um, more miles, miles at the terminal at the terminal um, that's like the first thing I do when i um that's like the first thing I do when I log on for the day um, and uh, yeah i don't know i don't think the chat would really mind.
0: Because the thing is, I I don't. Because like, don't. like I, you're
1: not doing story stuff. Like
0: you're just. Well, the thing is, I would collecting. be though. Like if if I launch Animal Crossing right now, the museum is going to go live, and so is my house. So like that's oh, kind that's of true. story things. So, I I'm guess kind of hesitant to do that. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I will be playing on Friday, so there's yeah, no. but still. I'd like, say maybe of, if you have like, like new I buildings. <laughs> I'd
1: say maybe maybe wait on it if you've got like new buildings going up, but like yeah, if there's not really anything happening, just go for it. I'd say yeah,
0: yeah. I think I think that's probably fair. So like uh, so like I probably will play post stream after Friday. Yeah, but uh, but we'll we'll wait till Friday to to unveil the house and and that stuff. Um, yep. but man, it's it's hard because. It's weird, like, it's so weird, though. It's so addicting. But it's so weird, because, like, I I have to admit that I really didn't think, like, sure, I wish that I could play the game in kind of a general way. Like, I I was like, I mean, it'd be cool if I could play that game in kind of a general way. But I really didn't think it would be a game that I'd be super into initially.
1: Oh, yeah, (laughs) no, it's like, you start playing, and it's just like, oh, it's okay it's been three hours and i'm
0: still yeah and now i'm super into it yeah every time i've streamed it it goes (laughs) like like where's the time where's even phil
1: even phil is just like oh it's been two and a half hours
0: yeah yeah already done you just get stuck in it but it's so good it's so it's so good in a very strange and new way that i'm not used to like (laughs) so yes anyway let's talk about it blind people can play animal crossing
1: the world has been enraptured
0: by this this game yeah yeah, and it's true, man. It's true, man. It, it, by ah. the way, I'm actually one of the one of the reasons I mentioned uh, playing it uh, playing it off stream is because I'm looking forward to the first time I try to play it undocked. Um, oh yeah, because I want to try to use Seeing AI to scan it because I want to see how good it it, it's, it does. It's okay. I think that has more to do
1: with just the way I'm angling it, angling the phone to it. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I I don't. I'm very, very much looking forward
0: to uh, getting my capture card. Yeah, I understand that. I understand but, that. And that's certainly the better approach. Yeah. But still, I still want to try but, it that way because I, I, I'm curious to see how, how it works. I mean,
1: it's perfectly serviceable. Like, you can tell what things are. Can you, you read, work can you read the
0: menus and such?
1: Um, yeah, it takes a little bit of
0: doing. But, um, but eventually, yeah. You, you can, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so let's, let's kind of go over it though. Cause I think, I think we need to go over it. How is it playable? Some, some of the listeners might not have been on streams or anything and, and are going, what? Holy crap. How is this possible? Animal right. crossing. I don't believe you. Let's talk about it. All right. So it's, it's two major components that make it playable. The first one is we were just talking about it. OCR. OCR is pretty major because you want to be able to read the character dialogue. Cause there's a lot of it. And, you want to be able to read your inventory menu, your crafting menu, uh, any any menu you have to your storage menu. I haven't even had to deal with that yet, but that's going to happen on Friday. <laughs> yep, um, all that stuff. And with OCR, you can do that. Um, not everything reads perfectly, but it reads well enough that you can tell what everything is and um, interact with things. Mostly, you know, fine. Uh, so OCR is component one. Component two is the fact that Animal Crossing: New Horizons is Actually, loaded with audio cues.
1: Why is it ever?
0: I mean, wow, yeah. wow, is
1: it ever? It's it's pretty crazy. Just how much audio is in this game? Yeah. That, if you're not paying attention to it, you're gonna overlook it. But when somebody points it out to you, you're like, oh yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of it just fades into the background when you're when you're not listening for it when you don't know that it's you know when you're not considering what how useful it could be you know it just fades in the background it's part of the game. When you know what you're listening for, and you know what the sounds mean, there's a lot. Everything makes a sound. The clams clams underneath uh, the ground make a sound effect when they move around a little bit. And uh, you can use that to find them and dig for them. The balloons that fly in the sky, they make sound. And in fact... Apparently, we actually have an advantage according to every set of person I've spoken we can, to about this game. We can
1: hear them long before you can see them, apparently.
0: Yeah, apparently the range of the audios is further than the draw distance of the game. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so we actually have an advantage when it comes to balloon finding. Um, and, I mean, even when you're fishing, a fish, uh, they don't make sound, uh, just to be clear on this, they don't make sound before you cast. But if you're fishing and a fish is interested it will make a sound for every time it kind of nips at the bobber and uh it then makes a sound when it finally latches on and then you just pull it up and you got it simple man and just everything like different different sounds in terrain uh the wind makes sounds as it goes through the trees so you can find trees with the wind yeah i mean i've never seen that in a game before ever i've i've heard i've heard wind through the trees in video games but what i haven't heard is specifics using it like, as a
1: landmark that's yeah. what i'm talking about like yeah
0: like the wind through the trees in video games typically are just it's just kind of a background ambience sound. Right? yeah if you're if you're in the woods you're just going to hear that sound but this actually makes the wind sound happens in the location that the trees are
1: and and like and it pans with as you move like it's relative to your position like yeah. where, where the tree is it's, yeah and it's insane
0: and other things too like even the act... different trees have different sounds. Yeah, different trees have different sounds. Coconut trees sound different than your typical fruit trees. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also, it's... It's, it's also worth mentioning that even the act of running into a tree, which is actually a very good way to find a tree, because that makes the tree sound as well. Whatever sound the tree makes, uh, when, you, when your character hits that tree, like just walking and running into it, um, it makes that sound. So That you could actually use that the fact that you ran into a tree to find whichever tree you're looking for and either shake it or you know chop it with the axe or whatever you need to do yep and just there's so much there's so much you can you can make your own audio landmarkers as, as we have learned to do yep by uh, I have for instance uh, for my tent um, which is won't be a tent much longer oh whoa it's Ooh. not a tent anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, from my living abode. Uh, I have a campfire that I placed outside of it, to the left of it. So I know that if I want to find it, I listen for that, and then go str- a little bit to the right of it, and there's the door to my my abode. Yep. Um, different people will do that in different ways, but that's how I chose to do it.
1: I did the same thing with my museum this morning.
0: Yeah, I need to. I know. I know the we put the museum on the other side of the river, which is uh, what I wanted to do. My see, my my museum, I put by the waterfall on my on my island. So I can use the waterfall as a landmark. Yep. Um so what I have to do is I cross the river to get to my museum, the North River. I cross that and there's a waterfall on the other side on the right. And I if I go a little bit to the left of that, my museum's gonna be right there. So Yep. Boom.
1: I so I had a little like oh no. I saw your I, well, thing. I, I didn't
0: actually see the tweet, but Misty told Misty read it to me when she saw it.
1: Yeah, so I was looking for my museum for like an hour. I thought, maybe longer, and I was like, "Where the hell did I put my museum? Why can't I find it?" I like, I thought I put it in a pretty easy to find location. Uh, it turns out I was, I vaulted across uh, the wrong river. You, you jumped the wrong cliff. <laughs> yep, I jumped the east Whee! cliff instead of the north cliff. Yep, yep. Oh. Oops. Yep. So my my uh, museum is probably actually. About the same place as yours. And here's Pretty how you can tell
0: different. too. Uh, here's how you can tell too. The nice thing about the island is there's beach on three sides of it. Yep. So if you if you you'll eventually if you end up on the east side you're not supposed to be on the east side you'll eventually figure that out because there's beach on your right. Yeah. So you know there's there's ocean out there. And it's it's so weird to think about though. Animal Crossing is is literally a world of islands. <laughs> like every yeah everything in the world is an island. Yeah. Like how does that work? But it's, you know, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, but talking about this more, even going online uh, and playing with friends is relatively easy to do. Yep. Um, the airport on each island is on the dock of the island. Uh, there's, 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 a, there's a dock you can fish off of. But the airport's also right there, too. So uh, the dock, of course, has its own terrain sound. So you can find that. Uh, as soon as you find that, you know you're on, on the dock. And then once you find the airport entrance, you go in there, you talk to the the, the person there, the, the Dodo Airlines representative, and uh, you get set up, you go online, and you can either just invite friends from your Switch or you can invite using a Dodo code, which will give you a one-time code for that uh, particular session that you can send to anyone who wants to join your island and, and they'll be able to join. And the keyboard is perfectly usable. The keyboard is perfectly usable. You start on the numbers row of the keyboard, and you go straight down to it's, it's a QWERTY keyboard. So you start in numbers, you go down to QWERTY, all that all that fun stuff. It's a typical standard QWERTY keyboard, and the little the little voice thing, whatever you want to call that, uh, that uh, is you know that the kind of plays during character dialogue is kind of a low grade speech synthesizer to a certain extent like it yeah. uses actual phonemes and stuff like that so the, so oh so
1: here's a funny thing about animal older animal crossing the one on the gamecube actually used um the mac fred voice for its it did? Uh, speech sense oh dude yep. that's funny <laughs> so it's really really evident when you're typing letters because like oh yeah that's
0: totally macintosh fred yeah, yeah that's funny that's pretty cool that's pretty cool, but this uses like a weird collection of phonemes. But still, I think it's, it's, it's enough. I think it's kind of Japanese phonemes, kind of yeah, meant to kinda, yeah, sound yeah. like English. It it's it's odd, but it works. I don't think yeah, I don't think it was like intended to be localized, really. Because like when it's because it actually because because it was listen...
1: localized originally.
0: The older games
1: were localized. The Japanese voices do sound different to ours. Okay. They were okay. they were localized for a bit, and they kind of stop doing that as much they're apparently now slightly localized
0: but not not as much as they used to. not completely yeah yeah okay okay so like because the thing the is if you thing, listen if you listen carefully to the character dialogue when it comes up on screen you can kind of tell what they're you saying can sometimes sometimes you can sometimes understand it yeah and kind because of clear the, when like when someone's saying like you know thank you you yeah. know like yep I, I actually now recognize my name in Animal Crossing speak. It goes, <laughs> <Nicholas> Brandon. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's pretty great. But So that, the reason we're bringing this up, though, is because this applies to typing as well. So when you're typing in the keyboard, you can tell what you're typing because you'll hear in the little Animal Crossing voice the letters that you're typing out. Yep. So uh, it's, it's super easy to do. Um, and when, when you're actually online with someone... This I know. This is like a tiny, teeny thing that some people will just totally ignore, but it's so, so big cool. if you're blind. It's so cool. It's so big. Everything the other person does that you're with online, you can hear. And I mean, even the little literally sounds
1: when they're taking bringing out their a tool or putting it yeah. away, the yeah, little musical yeah, note sounds. Like you yeah, hear those. You this, like
0: what the you heck? Get, you hear those sounds. Every sound for everything they do, positionally based on where they. You are. even hear them picking up stuff. Yep, you hear them picking up stuff, you hear them running, you hear them moving, you hear them, uh, like, throwing out a net to fish, you hear them do everything that they do. You hear it. And you can use that. And in fact, we did use that. At, at least I used it. I don't know. Uh, you said Trello sent you some stuff? Yeah. Did she come to your island to give you? Uh, or? I
1: think she mailed it. Actually, mailed it. Well, okay. well, actually, I don't think she sent it to me, because I think we have to be best friends or for her to do oh, okay. things. but. She said she was going to, and I think we're gonna arrange a time to okay. meet up well, so we can
0: Okay, so so when when I was doing this, I did it on stream, and Cello uh went to my island, and she was gonna give me some, some fish bait that I could use to catch some fish. So what she did was she dropped it in a spot and then stood there and clapped. Yep. And I could use that. I actually used it, and you can hear it. From really far away, yeah. I don't know if you noticed how far away you can hear stuff that other people do, but really far it away, really
1: far away, it's awesome.
0: And I was able to walk to her perfectly fine, and just step in front of the the place where she was clapping and pick up both of the fish bait things that that were there. It's just it's
1: so good, yeah, it's
0: amazing. Me and Storlock couldn't have a slingshot fight. That was pretty fun. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, I'll get you. On. I'll... It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's there's just not enough I can say about this game. It's it's uh, If you're willing to make the commitment to use OCR and things like that, and go through the, the little bit of struggle that that can bring... Because, you know, I, I know that not everyone has a capture card. So some people are going to have to approach it by using things I, like seeing I AI will say, like too, that. just... I don't want to discourage anybody, but
1: um, don't buy a Switch just for this game as yeah, good as fair. this game that's is that's fair like i already like i bought it because i already had a switch cuz i got a switch 4 cuz like i knew i was going to play smash and pokemon and a bunch of other stuff so like it was the investment was worth it to me but yeah. if you think
0: the only game you're ever going to play on your
1: switch would be animal crossing don't buy it then switch. i wouldn't
0: yeah you're right i i agree with that because the switch is it's certainly it is one of the cheaper consoles out there, but it's still a pretty big investment to spend on just one game. I, I think I agree with that. I mean, there, there um, are a
1: lot of good games that we can enjoy on the Switch, but if you're, yeah, if you're not at least someone
0: get, that... At least get one, two, Switch or something. Yeah, <laughs> you're
1: it, gonna get but, Switch. but basically what I'm saying is like, if you're not the type of person like Brandon and I are that like to experiment and try new things, if if you're more of, like, the... I'm gonna just play stuff that has kind of already been vetted as playable. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend getting a Switch. Yeah, but... yeah, I, I, I think I agree with that. But if there's... You know, if there are more things on the Switch that seem appealing to you, um, like, I, at some point, still want to try Ring Fit Adventure. Because I feel like that game might be doable.
0: I think there's potential. I have I have a lot of concerns, but there, you know, there's potential. Yeah. I would like to try it too. Honestly, I would like to try it. Apparently,
1: uh, apparently, it's not exactly easy to find nowadays, unfortunately, because it relies oh, on already, peripherals.
0: Oh, right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's true. And they're not they're not exactly making the peripherals now. Right. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. I haven't looked at prices yet but i'm just i'm kind of like dreading like oh god what what are they marked up to now you know yeah yeah but it's something i want to try someday because the audio in that game there's a lot of audio in that game as well actually yeah. a that's ton true of audio that's in true that
0: yeah and it's it's pretty neat it seems based on a little bit of a uh, little bit of it that i've heard oh, and they did they
1: even made an update for it um like last Week when the surprise Nintendo direct happened, yeah, yeah, um, they gave the your ring, i forget, is it just called ring I forget what the it, the uh i think so <laughs> your your little ring I think it's called buddy, yeah, um you can actually select either a male or a female voice for it now, which I think is oh, really cool
0: yeah that's that's a neat choice that you can make mm-hmm. yeah i agree. I believe
1: you can change that's it cool. at any time too, so. If you neat. get bored of the the male voice, you can switch it up, switch over to female voice. And they added some new like mini game type things to like the free mode. And it's just, it, I love, I love the fact that like Nintendo will just like show love to some of their their first party games once in a while. Like yeah, it's it's, it's really neat. Like yeah, oh yeah, that game.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I and I really I like the game in theory. I just, you know I have some concern about accessibility, but I do like it in theory. Yeah. I think the concept is neat. So um
1: oh, so one one thing we didn't mention about Animal Crossing, I think is a good idea too, is navigation.
0: Oh, yeah. oh yes, navigation, yes indeed. Uh so audio cues, OCR, and navigation all, all help with Animal Crossing because Navigation can be done in a top-down style, kind of like Diablo 3 is. And Pokemon where... and some other games. And Pokemon, yeah. I see Diablo 3 is what comes to mind, because I haven't played Pokemon mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> Temtem works so, that uh... way, too, for future oh, reference. Oh, okay, so. good. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, Animal Crossing works in a top-down style, which means that there's no there's no like jumping or vaulting or platforming or any nonsense like that. And if you run into walls, uh, your footsteps actually stop. Yep. <gasps> so you can you can tell if you're running into an obstacle you can't get around or get can't go through, um, and you can either try to walk around it or find another way. I, and again, so
1: I equate the tools in that game in Animal Crossing, because yeah, you have like tools for things, uh, for like chopping down trees or fishing or uh, vaulting over rivers. I kind of equate that to um, the way like HMs worked in uh, Pokemon. So HMs are these moves that you would teach to a Pokemon that would give them abilities outside of battle. You could still use the move in battle, and you a lot of the HMs were decent moves, like you know, decent power. So like you'd have like an hm called surf so you could like surf on the water to get around and okay? Yeah. move on water and you'd have like cut where you could cut down trees uh, you know block off certain areas um there's fly which is basically fast travel um stuff yeah, like that, that makes sense. and that's kind of what the tools are sort of like in animal crossing they unlock new yeah, things for you to do and like
0: help you get around and yeah, every every tool is very important for something, yep. except the leaf umbrella. Except as we learned, yeah, the leaf umbrella, yep. which does literally nothing. Nope. <laughs> sell that. It is it is literally a basically an emote. Yeah, essentially is what it is. It, you can twirl it, and that is literally all you can yep. do with it. <laughs> so when you get when you if you play Animal Crossing, a listeners out there, podcast, and you get a leaf umbrella, sell it. Don't worry about it. Convert it into con- convert it, it. into
1: <laughs> your infinite need for bells that will arise because you will never st- stop paying off Tom Luck.
0: No, 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 Sir Luck! You you must be wrong because I'm I'm nearly one fifth paid off of my loan, and that's going to be it, and uh-huh. everything's going to be fine after that, and and nothing is going to happen. After... Uh-huh. Don't shatter my illusion! Man. <laughs> Don't shatter my illusion! <laughs> I'm not, you think you're done with your payments. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh. good lord. Uh I have I have fun with the, with his fake little voice I gave yep. him. Uh and the and the little and the silly little poem I wrote. Yeah. My patron poem this past week that was, was amazing. a Tom Nook poem. I, yeah, I it was that. it was it was inhibited a little bit by my own lack of knowledge of uh of more things in Animal you, Crossing, you definitely got—you definitely got, you definitely got the uh, gist of what Tom was about. I got the idea, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that was the goal. Yeah. Um. So yes, Animal Crossing—it's awesome. It's playable by the blind if you're willing it to OCR just, things, and it still blows my mind. It's like I'm playing this game that like all of my other sighted friends are into right now, and holy crap, that feels yeah. cool. And it's—it's it's generating a lot of interest too. Like the people that are learning about the fact that we're able to play it are like, dude, that's freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's good times. Um, all right, so moving on to the next accessibility thing, I wanted to briefly bring this up. Uh, this this is a thing that I'm getting uh, from a conversation that I had with uh, a guy named Carlos, who I think we've mentioned on the show before, I think. Uh, he goes by Rattlehead in the, uh, the fighting game community because he is a professional tournament-level Mortal Kombat player. And I was having a conversation with him because I tuned into one of his streams when he was uh, playing in a tournament. Oh, cool. And I was like, this is really interesting. I I wanna know more about this. How do you, how did you do this? How did you get involved with this? And how are you uh, going to the fights when it's your turn? And how is all this happening? how, How is all this working for you? And he proceeded to outline this. And I think this deserves mention in our accessibility section because it's surprising. Uh, so apparently, for tournaments, he uses a site called Smash.gg, hmm. which is a fighting game tournament organization site. And they have done—they—they are—they are doing, I should say, two things. First of all, they have actually done a lot, according to him. I never saw it in in the before stages, but according to him, they've done a bunch of stuff with accessibility. Oh, good. They apparently—and uh, this this apparently was inspired by him, by the way. Which I, which I believe, because he's, he's known by some in the fighting game community, yeah. so I, I believe it. Um, he, he apparently inspired them to make all of their... Basically, everything is accessible. Signing up for tournaments, accessible. Viewing the uh, the brackets, fully accessible. Oh, nice. um, whatever your next fight is, you can tell what it is, uh, when it's about to take place. Uh, you can even tell by looking at the site, when the person who's uh, running the show is creating the lobby for your fight. Oh, wow. Um, but on top of that, that leads me into my second thing. Apparently the whole community um, on smash.gg has kind of embraced this whole accessibility idea. And that includes the people that play in tournaments there. Uh, so the one that he played in, he, he told me this, and I actually got to witness this live because I, was, I happened to be there at the right time. His fight was just coming up. And he said he had put in a special request uh, which had been agreed to, that instead of having him join the lobby, which is, if you're playing Mortal Kombat, if you play Mortal Kombat 11, even blind, joining lobbies kind of yeah. sucks because you don't know what lobby you're joining. You don't know who you're clicking on or anything. Just, there's nothing. Um, so he, he put in a request, which had been agreed to. Instead of joining the lobby, he requested that his opponent invite him to their yeah. match. Um, and I witnessed live he was he he saw he was looking at the the smash smash website saw that the lobby was being created for his fight so he got out of what he was doing in the game at the time and just waited and this is this is when we had uh, the first part of our talk he was just waiting and yes lo and behold invite comes in his opponent was inviting him to the match so he uh, he, he set up a one on one with uh, with them and invited him and Sherlock, or it's not Sherlock, Carlos accepted the invite jumped into the match fought the guy. Unfortunately, he lost that fight, but, uh, <laughs> but that, but that, so the thing is that leads into the next thing though, um, even the, uh, confirmation of results, again, fully accessible. He got to see that the other guy on his end, uh, put down that he had won and both opponents have to confirm that, you know, yeah. cause you'd have to be fair about yep. this. So he confirmed it. And, uh, then the results immediately showed up. The fact that he had lost was right there. The fact that the other guy had won was right wow. there. Everything was perfectly accessible. And I think that deserves a shout out cuz oh, good on them. Good on them man. Smashed on gg. Yeah, I've never been in a fighting game tournament. I, I don't know if I've ever I, really will been a never, game I I I know
1: this for a fact I will never be good enough for tournament level play. But I don't want
0: to I don't want to say that I'll never do it, but I don't think I'll ever like win one. <laughs> like yeah. Like I, I kind of like I'll be honest with you. Witnessing this Witnessing the fact that they're willing to accommodate and they're willing and they're kind enough about it and they're willing to, you know, work to make things more accessible for us and include us makes me want to at least try a tournament one yeah. day. Why not? Using that site. And because, like, your Liu Kang is pretty good. So I'm... it's pretty decent. It's not, I mean, I've I've, I've actually witnessed better Liu Kangs than, than <laughs> mine. Uh, I I watched, uh, I watched, um, what was the, what was the, uh, Final Combat, I think, is what I watched. Oh, yeah, Final Combat. That tournament, yep. Big big tournament, Final Combat. There was a Liu Kang there that I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that combo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but, you know, I think it's pretty decent. And I might not win, but I, I think I could maybe get, you know, I might get a couple brackets up yeah. there.
1: Yeah.
0: I think so. so who knows? I might try one day. Because uh, this, this kind of made me want to. Because yeah, I, I if just, they went if they went out of their way to like, okay, let's like
1: let's actually make this usable for Yeah. You know, yeah. That should be
0: yeah. We We are actively being included and we're allowed to make requests like, can you please invite me instead of having me join this lobby? Right. And they're perfectly okay with that. And that's great. That's super cool. That's that's that's, that's you might say that's smashing. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Raking I wanted to give down, a brief nod to that. Breaking down walls. With... Breaking smashing down walls. Uh-huh. Smashing them down. <laughs> so thank you to uh Rattlehead for enlightening me on that. Uh, appreciate that, bro. I even I even told him on his stream that I was gonna mention on the podcast. So thank you to him for that. Yeah, and cool. that was two weeks ago before we got the, the amazing guest that we had last yes. week. So. Uh,
1: Alright,
0: so that's that thing. Um I yeah, I think that's I, remembered,
1: I remember I remembered the thing that we forgot in our last segment
0: was it
1: the announcement from sony that happened yesterday or the day before uh they revealed what? they
0: revealed the uh ps5 oh the controller, controller. we did forget that we did forget that yeah we did forget that let's brief i mean there's not the thing is there's actually not it's that not much, that much different
1: it. really and i mean like i currently well, like
0: Looks slightly different. They changed some angles and, and Yeah, things. apparently it curves differently. Yeah. Apparently it curves differently. But really there's not that much to say because a lot of a lot of the announcement, the official the only thing that's new really is the, is the name. The dual sense. Uh the dual sense is the name of the PS5 controller. And the thing about it is, we've basically talked about it all already. Everything in the announcement oh, we really knew was it. things that were kind of leaked beforehand. Yeah. Um, so you know the haptic thing the haptic feedback thing is happening that's real and the trigger resistance thing is also real Um, one thing that intrigued me was there will be a built-in microphone on the controller which I like because uh, finally PS5 is going into an era where everyone has a microphone like Xbox did years ago so and the thing is Stadia is already doing this too Stadia controllers built-in microphones yep so um so this this is the right way to go, I think, so everyone has a microphone if they're not using it, it's you know by choice yeah. <laughs> now you know
2: <laughs> yeah
0: um, but everyone everyone has one and, and that's part of that is going to be useful because if you remember the p s five is going to have that that assistant uh, thing supposedly as well so yeah. oh and um, it'll be the share button is now the create button oh the create button i didn't I actually didn't know that, yep. so that's that's new to me. the create button yep. Yes. So that tells me you create, that tells
1: me there's going to be some sort of video editing like software built into the PS5. Probably.
0: Well, the thing is, there there was with the PS4 too. There is, there's that. Well, uh, I think
1: it's going to share. I think it's going to be like more, battery. more to the forefront. More Mo- yeah. better. So, yeah, it probably will be um, more better. Yeah, it's going to be interesting.
2: Yeah, and, and the reason they called 5. it
1: the Dual Sense instead of the Dual Shock was because, uh. They it's, it's, new it, it's new technology really. and they wanted to like this is using two senses two uh two senses like your you know like the, the sense of touch is is more important now than yeah, you know, it's when they were highlighting the uh haptic feedback and uh, Yeah, haptic feedback
0: and the and the resistance resistance triggers. The the modifiable resistance triggers. So the resistance will increase as you're pulling back a bowstring, which is their big example. Yeah. So yeah, there you driving go. On a, um, driving on driving on like a dirt road. I think was like the other example day. Yep,
2: used.
0: yep. That that's the thing I need to feel. Yeah. I, I I need to like how. That's what I that's what I want to um I
1: I eventually want to get one 2 switch because apparently um they use some of that technology as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, the Joy-Cons have that technology in them apparently. So they call they call I, it HD rumble. HD rumble which is exactly why Sony doesn't call it a yep. rumble. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, what was i going to say? Oh, oh, yeah, also, uh they did confirm my uh my uh, belief and this to me this is mind-blowing. It's still mind-blowing to this day. So the controller, just like the PS4 controller, will indeed have a 3.5 mm wired headphone jack. Yep. But In the PS5, that means so much more than it did on the PS4. Because, if you remember, headphones are going to be the primary method of transmitting the 3D audio of the PS4. Which means, all you need to do to get 3D audio on PS5 is plug some headphones into your controller. (laughs) And you're good. And you get full 3D audio, hundreds of sound sources.
1: Uh, I I can't wait.
0: I mean, to
1: see what this is like
0: <laughs> dude uh, i am i am just all the way in oh yeah with this it's gonna be cool oh can't wait so there you go that's that yep. uh do you have another accessibility thing um <laughs> i don't know i i wanted
1: to talk about uh a mo- an old animal an old mud. Mo- well we talked about animal crossing oh okay <laughs>
0: But, oh, oh, oh! We did. I forgot. I was gonna talk about it again. <laughs> I mean,
1: I could always talk about Animal Crossing again. Like, no, the no.
0: game is just uh, so good. I want a Village Song. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, me too. But um, like, do you get to compose? I don't know. Let's, you do. We'll you do. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. I saw. Uh, oh I saw the changes the other day. I just can't. I. 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 I, I. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So I going to talk about a mod that I've been uh, playing. I've I've been playing it off and on for a long time. Um, I think I even talked to you about it before in the past, but uh, I logged on to it um, around April, the first April Fool's, and uh, been playing it again. Uh, The unofficial Squaresoft mod.
0: Ah, yes, you you've talked to me about it before. Um not not in like super great detail, but you you have you have spoken about it
1: before, yeah. yeah. So this one's pretty cool. this one is pretty cool. <laughs>
0: um it
1: combines the universes of uh what is it, five games? Wow. Um it's Final Fantasy five, six, seven um, Secret of Mana, and Chrono Trigger.
0: Oh, wow! How does it do that with like their different like systems, like magic systems? And um, well, like
1: the combat is like universal; like it all just works the same. But the worlds are separated um, by basically like a hub town, and you can okay. go into each of the each of the worlds by yes you know, through this this hub town area called el huh. Um so the combat and like this is so like you have different job um job classes kind of like uh final Fantasy tactics uh so you've okay. got you know like um fighter knight uh beef priest which is your white mage obviously mm-hmm. uh, wizard chemist and those are just like the basic ones there's um, many 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 unlockable jobs that like require different things like um you know having like t- two different two specific classes at like level 6 will unlock another class and um, I believe the monk requires like fighter and squire to be a certain level. I I'd, I'd forget exactly, but um, so yeah, you you can set your primary class, but you can also augment it with abilities from a secondary class. So you, if you want to, you can be a fighter with the you know your priest secondary set so you can actually you know cast some some healing spells and stuff yeah yeah um so it gives you okay. a ton of versatility in like the things that you can do and there's also like inherent abilities that, that do different things so basically like passive things yeah So, uh, it's it's kind of amazing. Like, this there's so much to this, this mud, and I think it's been around for like 20 years almost.
0: Does it have like the whole like you can encounter characters from these worlds as you play? That's the other cool thing about
1: this. So, like, I forget when this started, but they've been on this so for Okay, so for a long time. You only had quests, which were vague and not not very well done. And this is one of the mods that has that archaic system of Q info. Like, don't share Q info. Period. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Um, but they've slowly been kind of weeding out quests uh, in favor of the mission. System and a mission system. It's kind of awesome, but it also has a little bit of tedium to it as well. But basically, what the missions are is you're playing through story bits of the different games.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, neat. <laughs> so, like, That's a yeah, it's it's a blast. I mean, yeah, a lot of the missions do boil down to okay kill this number of x monster or whatever and then sure sure, talk to me again whatever but it's but Mm -hmm. it's fun like it it's a good source of money and xp um the the, those x this game is very grindy I mean, but that's kind of but so. It's kind of part for the course. Of the source RPGs. so like, <laughs> yes, yeah. source. It's whatever. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, there's always like that little thing to to strive for. It's like, oh man, I want to unlock, I want to get, you know, this guy to job level thirty, so I can get this ability and get super yeah. powerful and. Um, And there's also a system that, so by default, when you create a a character, you're just a human. But if you get your character all the way up to um, level 100, which is uh, Legend, you then have the ability to ask a wizard to create you a second character. And I believe you're not really limited um, on seconds, I forget if you have to get each subsequent character to level one hundred before getting another one. But you have more race options to choose from which fundamentally change the uh playing experience. So like Wow. I got a the cyborg race, which gives you the mech job class, which it's basically Robo from Chrono Trigger. <laughs>
0: so Sweet. they get, Oh that'd be they fun. They get
1: so many neat little like toys and stuff to play with. And that would be fun. And dude. <laughs> and a, a lot of them work differently, like fundamentally too. So like cyborg. So normally when you level up, you have like stat rolls to choose from. Like you have like five different options that like, okay. Option one will give you three strengths, uh, one vitality, zero will, et cetera, et cetera. And you kind of go through the different options and, and pick, okay, what's what, what stat increases do I want to go for? Because you want right. to be thinking about your your build. It's like, okay, do I want to focus on strengths? Do I want to be magic-based character, or agility, or whatever? And um, so like an example of how secondary uh races kind of change up the game um with cyborgs, they only get they get plus one to each stat per level period um so like on the outside around the outside, that looks like, oh, that sounds not very good, but they get right. their other stats from uh equipment equipment uh works differently for cyborgs because it it also boosts their stats in in ways that uh it doesn't for humans because that it it makes up for their uh for not, not getting, getting as many, many stats
0: per level. per level right so it's kind of like parts like you're you're I adding got- parts onto your
1: <laughs> um, but also what that requires too is just like you're constantly like looking up on the wiki like okay, what, I'm this level and it's restricted by your um, your level too, it's so like you're constantly getting new equipment and also the cool thing about mech or uh, the cyborg is it's very very versatile because the stats will change depending on what equipment you wear, so like you know, if you wear Gear that's gonna be suited for, you know, like at, um, attack magic. You know, it's gonna raise those stats higher. Oh, okay. So, like, if you want to go for attacking magic for a little bit, you can put on like a specific set of gear.
0: Yeah. Okay. For that. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um. And you know, the Mech still or the Cyborg still gets. I believe they they still get access to every other um, job, but they also get the Mech job, which is all the all the fun little you know toys and stuff, robotic things. Um,
0: <laughs> that sounds fun, man.
1: And that's only one of the the secondary. races. So there's like six of them? I think actually, man. there may even be more. Um, like there's also, um, monster, which is, if you've ever, I don't know if how familiar you are with, uh, Final Fantasy Legend on the Game Boy. Nope. So (laughs) not at all. So the monster character class in Final Fantasy Legend, and this is how it works in, um, unofficial Squaresoft mode as well. Um you will transform into different monsters by eating different meat that will drop from oh. from uh, monsters when they when they die and each you know monster has like different abilities that it can have and so like you're always kind of running the risk of unless you like you know use a crazy chart online or whatever that but, but Basically, you're you're always at risk of like, okay, I'll either make this form stronger by eating this piece of meat, or I'll get a new form, and it's just like it's, it always kind of changes things up a bit. It's really interesting.
0: That seems like a nightmare to code, but it, it
1: might be also really yeah. fun, you know, as long as it works that yeah. way. Um, there's also another class from from that game called Mutant, which uh, has. Specific mutant um, abilities that you get at random. Oh wow! And after after killing uh, an enemy, and you get uh, eight slots for abilities, and they are always changing. And if oh, if man. you you know if you uh, kill something and and get a, an ability that and you're in your full on them um one of them is going to be replaced yeah, so, yeah. but oh. you do have the ability to set it's like the bottom slot command so like you can choose like okay I, if this ability goes i'm not going to be too sad like so it's not like completely you, you have a little, a little you have bit. a little okay. bit of control over it i mean not a whole lot but yeah you can keep from losing like your best skill if you really want to.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that that's cool. That's still, like... That would still, like, change up the gameplay on an, all the time. Yeah, it's really... Like every, every time you kill the thing. It's really team. interesting.
1: Um, yeah. There's also a randomizer um race that literally randomizes everything. And everything is randomized per reboot, so, like... And a reboot happens, I believe, every, like, three
0: days. Two, three days.
1: <laughs> so... You never know what is going to happen.
0: Wake up the next day and you're a robot. Yep. All
1: right.
0: Or like you'll have,
1: <laughs> you know,
0: you randomly
1: like okay I have uh, priest abilities and samurai right. stuff, and oh this is weird, <laughs> you know, like. So, um. And there's like a there's a couple more. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm kind of scared <laughs> to check out randomizer, but. Uh, but Mech, I'm having a ton of fun with Mech. Um, yeah, Mech sounds like fun. And the thing that makes this game super, super awesome now is, um, there's a really, really cool, uh, sound pack that exists for it now. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> that adds in a ton of music. It's kind of like almost, not quite like the not quite the production quality but it's dang near close to the uh alter eon uh you know level like it's it's pretty that's
0: pretty large size. is that for what vip member uh, or... client
1: Mush client okay and
0: uh i might just have to
1: try that yep. so this game is a ton of fun
0: and i love it yeah. Hey, if you if you can point me at that sound pack, yeah, I might I might get that. So,
1: if you, I believe the easiest way to find it is to in game once you get a character made and all that. Um, a corrector. Just do uh, finger Yukiko, and that okay. basically the finger command is what brings up like the yeah. profile. It's kind of like um, yeah. New Moon. I think had that too. Yeah, it does. It does. It does the, I that. believe you. Um, Unofficial Scoresoft MUD is also LP based. Oh, um, okay. so
0: Let's explains that.
1: Um, so they have links to the sound pack, and actually, you know what? I can just we have Dropbox. I can just Dropbox it to you. We do. We we do.
0: Well, yeah, but but uh, but also we have listeners too. Yep. So if they want the if they want the sound pack, then that's yep. how you get it.
1: So, so the site go. is I forget the port, but the uh, the site. Give all the information you you Um Yeah, the, the site so it's, give you need mud dot So it's um,
0: uossmud.sandwich.net. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. that's funny. Just all these, all those things like toast soft is funny yeah. too to me. <laughs> yep. Uossmud.sandwich.net.net. Yep. In case you ever say to yourself, "I want a sandwich, but I also want to play a mud," this is how you yep. get both. <laughs> but
1: yeah, this, okay. this game is great. I'm uh I love it. It's it's fun to uh do missions. It's kind of keeps you motivated to keep leveling because it's like, "Oh, I want to get to level, you know, 6 so I can start this mission and see what yeah. this is about." Yeah. So, it's it's yeah, cool. really neat.
0: Yeah, that is that is pretty neat. I uh I will definitely uh check that out because I'm 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 intrigued by the whole going into multiple Final Fantasy worlds and, and Chrono Trigger and yeah. all this. I, know, I, I don't know much about Secret of Man, I'll admit yeah. that. But... Still, I am intrigued. Yep. Um. Yeah, alright, well, cool. Uh, anything else to discuss in the, uh, the things and the stuff? No, I don't think so. I think, we're, I think We covered all right. everything. Well <laughs> then, we've... <laughs> alright, Animal... <laughs> um... uh. so next up, we have a another message, a voice message from our good buddy,
2: Keyblaze, which I will now listen to, and then tell Sterlock all yeah. about when we when we get back. What's good, fellas? Congrats on last week's episode. That was a nice, nice conversation. Uh, so we got to do with Sense Controller, and I know a lot of things that were said was things that we kind of already heard about with the resistance and the feedback and all that, but the look, man, the look is uh, something different. I know my girlfriend thought it was a Xbox controller at first. Then she noticed what it was, but I think that was more to do with the color and just the uh, the thickness of it. Um, still can't wait to uh, experience that controller. Uh Brandon, congrats on the the Twitch meet. Can't wait to hear more about that. Um man Animal Crossing. I don't I don't play social simulation games much, but I the fact that this one is playable and people are playing it and it's you know, somewhat accessible, I guess you could say. It's nice and it's something of course that, you know, will support. Um so yeah man, just hope you guys are doing well, staying safe and just wanna check in later.
0: And uh, another great message from our good buddy (laughs) T-Blaze. Another great message. Uh, So, a couple things. First of all, T-Blaze talks about the PS5 controller. We just just talked about that, the DualSense controller. Um, He was talking about how his girlfriend, when she first saw it, apparently thought it was an Xbox controller. Oh, wow. Uh, Apparently, yeah. So, I guess it looks very similar. Uh, I guess he said the color and the thickness are very similar, but uh, it is still different. And she noticed it was different after a while, but I guess on first glance, it looked like an Xbox controller. So, that's pretty funny. That's yeah, pretty funny right there, but uh, it's funny because uh, the thing that I read said that they designed it to to look smaller than it is, or to feel no, sorry, to feel smaller than it is. Yeah, I heard based about on like that. the angles of the the grips and things like that. So it's supposed to feel small in your hand, even though it's not. Hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting idea. So I guess we'll see how that works.
1: Apparently, um, they were saying
0: stuff about uh, how
1: they went through kind of extensive testing. To make sure it felt good in, like, all different types of hand sizes. Yeah, yeah. So if you have, like, giant hands or really tiny hands,
0: it's... It should difficulty. be fine. Yeah. Theoretically. I guess we'll find out. Yep. I mean, like, if people with tiny hands can still reach the triggers, I guess we're all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so there's that. Um. He also wanted to talk about the, uh, the recent meeting that I had yesterday with Twitch. Oh, yes. We forgot to mention this. He said, congratulations on the Twitch meeting, and I guess I should talk about it. Well, it's 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 not necessarily yeah, right. that I forgot. It's not necessarily that I forgot about it. It's like it's that I I I sometimes feel like I shouldn't talk about myself too much on the podcast. <laughs> like, but I mean, these are big events, though. Like they're worth discussing. I feel no, like. fair enough, fair enough. Um, so I did I did have a meeting with Twitch recently, just yesterday, in fact, and it was a meeting that was different from what the, from the meeting that I was expecting to have. Um, right. You I, figured it was going to go like the other meetings, yeah. Like, oh, so you know, talked to a few. Yeah, people so I've met happened. with them before, and it was a call with three people, and we talked about some accessibility problems that Twitch was having. It was it was back when I was about to leave Twitch because it was becoming too inaccessible. Yeah, and then and then they reached out to you. Yep, they reached out to me, and we had the call. There was three people in the call along with myself, and we had discussions. Uh, and you know, one of the people that was involved was a uh, design guy, so you know, cool was able to fix a lot of stuff. And things have changed since then. And that, that was a that was still a great meeting and a very worthwhile meeting. But this was very different than that. <laughs> um, so this was essentially a a session of Twitches. Uh, Twitch is doing internal sessions now. And I, I guess it was Dale, the accessibility specialist at Twitch, who inspired this to, to be a thing. Um, they're doing sessions where the internal staff meets with people who stream on Twitch in a different way than your average Twitch streamer. Oh, cool. That's, that was the idea behind it. Um, for instance, uh, very popular Twitch uh, streamer Sweet Anita was uh, the subject of their, their previous session to mine. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Sweet Anita, Whoa. but she... Sweet Anita is, like, huge. Yeah, she's huge. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's uh, a monster of Twitch. Um, she's, she's pretty cool, but she's, she's amazing. Her, uh, her bravery is just something else, man she's uh she's uh, she's pretty awesome. Anyway, the point though is to kind of introduce Twitch staff to different ways of looking at things, different perspectives, different different types of streamers and things like that. Um so the reason there were so many of them was that I was the I was I was invited to be a part of the session. I was the subject of the session. They wanted to learn about me and how I stream and why I stream and the, the things I do and why I do them. So I got to talk about, you know, everything from you know, The reasons that I do what I do, like, you know, consulting and on top of blogging, on top of streaming, to educate and entertain at the same time, all that stuff. I went, I went through all the, you know, my whole spiel, you know, everyone knows why I do what I do that listens to this podcast, but, you know, I went through all that. Um, I got to shed some light on the Breakdown Walls movement, um, which I did happily because uh, I think that that thing deserves to be even, even bigger than it already is, even though it's growing pretty rapidly. And I love that. Um, So more light has been shed on that. Very Um, cool. I also got to talk about accessibility, so like it was really a meeting of everything, uh, because so many people from Twitch were there. Um, I was literally asked, you know, we were talking about all this other stuff, and that was that was great too, and people enjoyed that discussion. But you know, it was asked, you know, hey, what are the problems that still exist? Can we can we still fix some stuff? So I still got to address things that everyone wanted me to address. Um, yeah. I addressed the chat thing. I addressed the uh, the disappearing video player. Um, I addressed uh, I even addressed the little things that I've noticed, like. If you're in your video producer on Twitch, the button to edit your video or export it to YouTube, the, the button that brings up that menu next to every video is unlabeled. Uh, I, I even brought that up. And the, a, guy, a guy replied in chat of the meeting, because it was, it, was it was a Google Hangout, by the way, this, this took place in. Guy replied in chat and said, oh, that's no problem. I can get that fixed today. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> that's probably already fixed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be a super easy fix. Yeah, it would be a super easy it's fix. Just adding a label element
0: and you're done. Yep, yep. But yeah, so so really, it was a meeting of everything that I wanted, but also more than what i more than what I was expecting. That's cool, man. Because it was really like a deep dive into me and why I stream and, and how I stream. So, and, and like, I don't want to, I don't want to make any assumptions because I think that is just a mistake. But. I will say this. Uh, I was advised before the meeting started by Dale. I was talking to Dale. He was me and him were the only ones in on the call. And uh, he said, or well, I was like, uh, one of my big dreams right now is to become a partner on Twitch because, uh, you know, it, it allows me to expand my platform. It makes the platform much larger. It makes, you know, it gives me more freedom to use the platform in the ways that I want to use it. And, yeah. and, he's, and he told me, he said, mention that. Make sure you mention that during this meeting. These are the people you want to mention that to.
1: Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm not like it's not easy to become a partner. No, it's not.
0: And I'm not. I'm not like I'm not assuming anything. Like, I'm. I'm not like oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna just pass over all the requirements for partnership for me. No, I'm not assuming that. But I think the reason you wanted me to do that is because I think that kind of puts puts you on the radar. If that makes any sense, like.
1: You want to step up to the next level. I have yeah. now
0: been introduced to many, many people on Twitch staff, which means many, many people on Twitch staff may be watching my progress, maybe be watching what I continue to do. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not like thinking, oh man, I'm going to be a partner immediately because I said that. No. All right. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's always a good thing to, to be in the, you know, kind of be an earworm, be in the ear of someone else that can, that makes things happen and, you know, yeah it turns the wheels of twitch so like hey i have goals i have goals and here's what they are and here's why i have them you know i explained why i thought that you know being a partner would be a boon to us like creating the breakdown walls official twitch team is, a, is one of the reasons i want to be a partner oh yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah twitch teams and then we could do mad stuff like squad streams and stuff i mean oh man it's just another it's a way to expand the platform so that's that's you know that's that's the goal that's that's part of the goal but yeah, um it was a very it was a very awesome meeting. There was a lot of questions about uh things like uh <laughs> like even the little things like uh so what do you do if chat gets too uh too much? Like what if there's a whole bunch of people in chat and you can't keep up? And I answered that um with I, I talked about the plan that we have because we actually have a we actually have a plan because me and Misty planned out a lot of things, uh including what would happen if I did become partner and, and, and had a million viewers and you know, not a million, but you know, blew up in viewership yeah. and, and chat was way too much to keep up with. I told them what my plan was and they uh they loved it. They got they like they chuckled at it and everything. And also, also this might be this might be big. This might be big. I, I like to think that uh this is gonna be cool for uh this this person. Chaosbringer is uh is now known Ooh. by Twitch staff. Uh, you told because, me about uh,
1: TCTS.
0: Yep, because when we were discussing the the problem with chat. How you know when you enter something new in chat, Twitch will read the whole thing, or the screen to read the whole thing on if you're focused on the Twitch page, the whole chat will get read. Yep. So I was talking about how I get around that for now, and I brought TCTS up, and they're like, "Can we? Can we see that?" I want to <laughs> see that. <laughs> Multiple people wanted to see it, so I've already sent the link to Dale, nice. and he said he's going to forward it to other people on, that wanted to see it. I mean, we got like five requests to see TCTS. One, how, when I mentioned it, how insane would it be if like he actually got like hired by Twitch to, I know to work for us? Hey, uh, we need an accessibility programmer. How would you like to do that? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my God.
0: So, Chaosbringer, if you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Just yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, so you are known, friend. Wow, that's you are cool. now known of, um, and you know, it, the whole thing was just great. And yeah. the cool thing is, like, the little, little little side cool thing is that uh, I'm being rewarded with Twitch swag, grabbing participating hey, in that. Nice. So I maybe yeah. I may be wearing some Twitch merch on stream soon. Yeah. So to to show my and the thing is, it it made me feel really good. Like, and I I mean what I said on Twitter after that after that meeting happened, I said. This made me proud to be a Twitch streamer and it yeah. did because I've never like I was the reason for that meeting if that makes any sense like I was I was what they were all there for yeah. I was like you can you can't feel more listened to, to yeah you can't feel more listened to than a situation like that where a session was made you know one of one of many sessions sure I'm not I'm not the only one they're doing this for but Still, I'm one of them, you know, and like yeah. it, it felt it felt really good to be able to represent us as the blind community, us as the Breakdown Walls community, us as my community, you know, all that stuff. Yep. And and by the way, they wanted me to dig deep into my feelings, too. Like they want they they had me talk about and I did because they asked me to. Um, I, I dug real deep into the reasons I almost left yeah they wanted to hear all of it. They wanted to hear the negative and the positive about it, so I gave them everything like I told them the whole thing. I told and you them straight up on that decision for like a month yeah because I, I told them I told them straight up. I said, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'll tell you all. I know the lead of mixer accessibility personally personally, yeah, I know her because she helps run g a comp that I spoke at in 2017 yep she helps run it. I have personally met her. And she wants me to go to Mixer. Because why wouldn't she? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, And I almost did it. And they're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) We get it. (laughs) (laughs) And Dale was like, Dale apparently has met her too. So he he met her in Seattle, I guess. Uh, So they they know each other uh, kind of in a vague way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, yeah, she... the thing, and, And I told them too, I said, here's the thing. Back in the day, I was dealing with Twitch not responding to my inquiries about accessibility and my concerns, and... Tara from Mixer immediately responding, even though I wasn't a Mixer streamer. Yeah, I brought up uh, concerns about viewing Mixer streams, and she immediately files bug reports. I mean, (laughs) yeah. So at the at the time, it was hard to not jump. Yeah, and I told them I told them what was holding me on Twitch. The only thing, the strand that was holding me on Twitch was the community that I built. Yeah, because I didn't want to lose that. Because we had done so much, like we did the Final Fantasy thing, you know, all that stuff. I told them that whole story. Yeah. Um and uh that was that was the strand that was holding me there. That was the only reason I didn't go is because I had over a thousand people by then. So uh okay. and I didn't want to start over and try to build another community. So yeah, that was like right after you hit a thousand. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty close. Pretty close. So yeah, um that's that meeting. And uh very cool. it was it was very cool. It was very cool. Um and uh let's see. I think that is everything from his massage. Oh yeah, he also talked about Animal Crossing. He said, uh, he, said he, typically, he typically doesn't play uh, social simulation games, but it's hard not to want to play this yeah. one because he's seeing so many people play it and like, <laughs> like it's like, oh, it's mostly accessible and you uh, can like play it. And, uh... <laughs> so
1: like I always wanted to play something like this, but I didn't know how invested I was going to get into something like that. And then I started playing it and I was like, oh,
2: Yeah, okay. I I felt the same way.
1: This is what everybody's talking about when they
0: I felt the same way. Like I want to play it right now, but I'm I'm exercising extreme willpower (laughs) because I want to hold off revealing my house until Friday. Uh, Yeah. I want to play it, like right this moment. Yeah. Um but I won't. I won't for you guys (sighs) chat. All right. (laughs) All right. So that is T-Blaze's message. Thank you, T-Blaze, for that. And thank you for inspiring me to talk about the meeting because I was I was debating. Um, but I'm glad I did. It was it was, it was good. It was, I, I had a good time. Um, all right. And that is going to be that. Let's do a little outro and then we'll get out of here for this week. And that, folks, is episode 35 of the Mark That podcast. We as... You just can't, you just can't take a break for just one single solitary. A, this guy, and bring it around full circle, this you know? guy, bringing it around full circle, already back to playing Animal Crossing, does not wait, does not want to do an outro. This is the co-host that I deal with. I am exercising monstrous efforts of will, and he's just like, nope, I'm just going to slip right back into it. No worries at all. All right. <laughs> Uh... All right, that, that, that was fun. All right, uh, so that's that was episode thirty-five. hope you guys all enjoyed that. Um, we always enjoy making these things every week. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a highlight of the week, um, and it's it's always a lot of fun, uh, no matter what we're talking about because it's it's just there's there's a lot to talk about, especially nowadays. Um, As always, uh, you can find out everything about the Breakdown Walls crew and us, you know, all of us there at breakdownwalls.net. The podcast can be played directly from there. You can learn about everyone on the crew. You can uh, eventually, you'll be able to, I don't think it's set up yet, but we'll eventually uh, be able to view the resources we'll have available, including guides for things written by the amazing Phage. Uh, and and other things, uh, we we plan on we plan on uh, hosting more than one thing. It's going to be guides, going to be maybe some videos uh, explaining some things. Like, um, for instance, I could I could theoretically put the Animal Crossing links to the Animal Crossing videos up there, um, just so they're on the Breakdown Walls website easy to find from there if if people are looking yeah. on that, you know, things like that. Things that can be viewed as resources to other people is the things we want to host. So that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do, man. That's what we'll do. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. So breakdownwalls.net is the place to go. Podcast is there. Discord server is there. You can join us there. And please do feel free to leave us feedback. We love, we love feedback. If it comes from T-Blaze, that's fine. But If it comes from anyone else, <laughs> that's fine too. Yep. Remember, everyone can leave feedback. Everyone can leave voice messages, no matter what platform you're listening on. There's a voice message button on the, in the show notes of every platform. Uh, you can also support us if you want. Uh, you can opt into a $5 donation per month to support the podcast That is perfectly optional, but it is there so I'm going to mention it. There you go. It's done. Uh, (laughs) Other than that, uh, that's all I got for the week. So like any final notes, aside from the fact you're going to play Animal Crossing for the next five hours? Ah. (laughs) It's
1: so fun. It is. It is. is. Um, I will resist. I will
0: resist. Uh. Uh. Um, I just have to get into Squaresoft mud so I have a reason to resist.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Um, yeah, no, just uh,
1: I love. How enjoy, that well, too. Um, <laughs> but I love. I love how
0: quickly the breakdown walls
1: community is growing. It's kind of awesome to see. Yeah,
0: it really is. It really is something else. We have like, we just. I feel like we have a little bit of everything in there already, and that's that's really cool. And of course, I always want more, but. You know, we're doing so well right now, so. Yeah. Break down walls forever for life. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's going to do it, guys. We'll see you next week with episode 36. Uh, no guest planned at the moment, so probably going to be another standard episode, but I think that's okay. We've done a few. Uh, we, did, we did a couple guests in the last month or so. So, Yep. Um, so we might do a couple uh, couple non-guest episodes before we get another guest on, but we will eventually. We'll see. For now, see you guys next week. Hope you enjoyed. And of course, like I always say, share and enjoy continue to be awesome as well. I always say that too. Do that.
1: Indeed.